The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee.
How's it and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just came into the Sunday Manoa Kavika. Kavika. Now, this band we're going to be playing today, and they're from the 60s. Mm. Yes, so you guys have not heard of these guys before, but I'm sure you've heard of their songs. But this is the first time we're playing them because in that 70s show, we played a bunch of our 70s. Right, which we we love. Yeah, but we did not get into the 60s. That's so true. Oh, that's great. So, The Sunday Manoa is the name of this band. And it's actually like volumes, and it's actually three or four musicians that get together and call themselves this. And I remember one of the groups that do it is the Casimero Brothers is in this group. Oh, really? Yes. And then there's two or three other musicians that come together, and they become the, the Sunday Manoa. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, right on. Okay, so today we're going to be doing... 10 reasons to move to Hawaii, although... <laughs> Is it really 10 no, reasons? No, no. I mean, there's, 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 there's like a, probably 100 reasons to move to Hawaii. We couldn't cut it down to 10, so you got some bonus reasons. Yeah, we get some bonus ones because we couldn't... We couldn't these, these were important that yeah. we believe that we should talk about. And next week, we're going to be doing 10 reasons not to move to Hawaii. And there's more than 10 reasons not to move to Hawaii as well. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there really are. There's, yeah. And, and lately, it's the list of reasons not to come has been a little bigger. So, but I mean, right true, now, yeah. But I feel like that's true on the mainland as well. So I think it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to delay. We're going to get right into the news right now, and we're going to discuss some things, and then we're going to go right into the show. Sounds All right. Good. Ready? Okay. So the COVID vaccine mandate uh, that started on September 13th. That is when you needed a COVID pass, vaccine pass, to get into restaurants, right? Bars, uh, arcades, gyms, and things like that, I Museums, think it was. Museums, libraries. Museums, libraries. Oh, did you hear the case at the library? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Some people, they, they, they went crazy. So oh, no. they went to the library, and they were, like, throwing books, and then they started to scratch the the uh, people who were working in, oh, in their cars. Not their fault. And I'm like, wait a minute. How do you know even whose car they are? So that I don't believe that story. And it's not the worker's fault. You know, I'm not believing a lot of stories that have been out lately. I don't know. How could they, how could they say, oh, and they, car, they, they keyed our cars? They don't know what cars you own. It's ridiculous. Anyways, but that was one of the things they said was happening. That's terrible. But so anyways, so yeah, so you can't go into certain places if you're not vaccinated. And that started September 13th. And And just in case you're visiting or planning to visit, you also need your ID to prove that it's really your vaccination card. Oh, my. This is unbelievable. No, it's true. Because, <laughs> no, I um, know, I know. So it's true, but it's time, unbelievable. <laughs> the first time I tried to grab lunch with my dad, he left his ID up in the room and we couldn't get seated. So I'm just letting people know. So we have a couple of cases that we do want to talk about. Before we do that, the mayor had just come on yesterday and he talked about the possible removal of the vaccine pass mandate if the state reaches a certain criteria, less than 200 cases a day. Uh, and hopefully that will be reassessed on November 13th because they were putting this order in for 60 days, which was September 13th to November 13th. So come November 13th, as long as our cases are getting lower, and they have been, we cut them in half now to like, I think the average is 450, which was before it was like 850. So we've cut them in half. And, um, you know, if it continues to go down, then hopefully come November 13th, they'll be able to 
remove this mandate. I'm so we're hoping. What if we reach less than 200 cases before November 13th? We still go to November 13th? Or? I do not know. They they said that they're going to reevaluate as oh, soon okay. as we start consistently. Remember, it has. To, I think it has to average over seven days. So over right. seven days, average is under 200 cases, and that happens before November 13th. Then I believe they will reassess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. So that's the deal with that. And then we're going to talk about several things that um, obviously have pissed me off and pissed you off. And one of them is Roy's. Right? So Roy's. It's not just Roy's. It's no, pretty but much this everywhere. happened. I know. But this happened to us. Yeah. So, and the Dole Pine Whip happened to you. So we're going to discuss this. The Dole Whip, pineapple Dole Whip, whatever it is. Uh, the ice cream you can get. So Roy's, there's outdoor seating. Outdoor seating is not supposed to be a part of this mandate. But restaurants have taken it upon themselves to decide that they don't want to deal with the extra bullshit. And they've just decided that their whole restaurant is vaccinated or, or no one comes in at all. Even if it's outdoor seating, which is not mandated in this, you know, mandate. So just to back up. Um, my family is here visiting, my parents are here, and they came for my birthday, so my birthday was last week, and it's just so wonderful because I haven't seen them since right. before COVID, and we planned a birthday dinner at Roy's and Coalina, and you weren't that's the one you weren't able to come to. So when we did get to dinner, though, I will say it wasn't actually outside seating like Waikai, it was actually a lanai. Okay, um, so, so it was a covered, it was covered? Yeah, it was covered. So was it like the beach house? Uh, yeah, but the beach oh. house had the same mandate. They also wouldn't let anybody. Yeah, even if it's out, kind yeah. of outdoor, but it's, it's as long as it's covered. It's not outdoor. Right, okay. So it's not like the Hawaii Kai Roy's. Okay, well, they can actually have tables and like uh, umbrellas right outside the front of the yard there. Right, they don't have that. They don't have that there. Okay, so, so anyways, but yeah, so they're dealing with what, you know, even though it's opened air seating. Right. The places are it's still deciding. <laughs> yeah, they're still deciding not to let unvaccinated people in. Now, longboards off of Koalina, um, you know, they that's totally outside seating. Yeah. And they won't let anybody who's not vaccinated sit outside because they consider it inside, they told me. Yeah, it's an inside restaurant. And I was like, oh, even though you sit outside. And she's like, yeah. This just seems like it's just like perfectly normal to people. Now, I don't want to go to the mainland because we don't often go to the mainland. But I was a little surprised. And I'm not surprised. Actually, I'm not surprised by this coming from New York. Um, now the people's, what you call it, are coming up. Their rental um, agreements are coming up. The uh, landlords are saying that unless you're vaccinated, you can't come back and renew. You can't renew your re lease. You can't renew the lease unless oh, you're vaccinated. So this is so home. this is insane. Wow! It, but New York has been the first one yeah. that started to put these things into effect, and now you're really just creating homelessness now because people have made a decision for themselves what they're going to do. We don't want to get into big thing about that, but we just—I'm actually not worried about that coming to Hawaii. No, not at all. Because we already have enough homelessness. <laughs> Yeah. And that's going to be on next week's show. Oh, so. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to bring it back to yeah, yeah. Um, the restaurant thing. Yeah. So I'm vaccinated. My family's all vaccinated. That's here visiting. But yeah. uh, this goes back to when I was saying my dad left his ID up in the room and they wouldn't sit him at longboards. It's which is fine. He had to go get it. But it how does that make your dad feel? I know. <laughs> you know? So, okay. So the, the Dole, uh, Dole Whip. The Dole Whip. That's Talk about this insane thing that happened because so this is just bullshit. Uh, this is crazy. So there is an little outside Dole Whip stand. It's not a Dole Whip stand. It's a stand, food stand that has Dole Whip. I mean, and if it was on its, its own, it could be like a food truck. Yeah, it's outside yeah. of Alani. 
and the um, Disney Resort. The Disney Resort, and we just walked over there, and we wanted a Dole Whip. We we're just in what's the wrong mood, with that? Right? They wouldn't serve us even with our vaccination passes and IDs, and they don't have any seating. Like it's just a takeout kind of thing. Um, but they wouldn't serve us at all because we weren't staying at Alani. Okay, but they said it was a COVID thing. And they said it was due to COVID. Well, that um, make they said any it was sense. due to the new um, restrictions put in place. And they assumed I was a tourist and I wouldn't know. And I called them out on it. And I said, no, I live here. I know the restrictions. But so, I'm having a problem with them saying that, you know, even though you had your vaccine cards and you know you had everything, it's related to COVID. Well, how is it related to COVID if you had everything you need? in the mandate finally after i called her out on it she said oh well my staff isn't trained to look at the vaccination cards yet okay so you're telling me that every single person that comes up to that stand is not going to get served then unless you're staying at lani what the fuck because i think maybe to stay there you have to be vaccinated i don't know i'm just guessing there's got to be that, like some kind of a reason. Okay, well, it makes no sense. They I just know, don't want. They don't want any business. Crazy. They don't and want I any told business. Her, I was like, you are going to lose so much business. That is crazy. I was telling you to go down the street and buy a whole <laughs> bunch of uh, ice cream cones and just stand in front of them and lick lick them right in front of them. Buy a whole bunch of Dole Whips and yeah. then go back there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I've never heard of such a fucking ridiculous thing in my no, life. No, it's pretty crazy. All right, let's move on. Let's. International travel to open in November. As for mandates concerning international travel, you will be required to be vaccinated and take a COVID test before boarding. So vaccinated plus COVID test? Yes. Oh. As for unvaccinated, you must take a COVID test 24 hours before you travel. No 72 hours. 24 hours before you travel and 24 hours after you travel and arrive. That's probably okay. Okay. So this is what's happening. This is what's happening, folks. <laughs> the world's going crazy. Aww. No, I mean, I think 72 hours is too long. I've always thought that because anything could happen in the days prior to your travel. So I don't. I don't mind the 24 hours. But international travel, we're opening up international travel to vaccinated people that can carry the virus and can carry the different variants from around the world but they have to, get to tested too. Hawaii. But they have to get tested too. It sounds like everybody has to get tested. So that's okay. Well, right. Okay. But this, right. So they, they have to get tested? Yeah. So why is that okay? But people coming into Hawaii from the United States is not getting tested that are vaccinated. No, that's true. This is a federal mandate. Why can't the federal government say people going to... I don't... Do you what, understand what's going on here? This is no your, sense. What happened with your tour for yesterday? I don't want to talk about it. We, yeah, I've, had, I've, had, I've, had, I've had several tours now that have come here, vaccinated people. They've been sick. They're showing symptoms. And thank God, they t- call me and tell me. And, you know... I give them back their money, but it's happening. People here have COVID. The ones yesterday actually had COVID. Yeah. And the other ones, I never got back to them, but they weren't, the uh, the husband wasn't feeling good. And so they decided it'd probably be best not to spread it if that's what it was. They (laughs) went home and got, took a test. Obviously, if one's got it, the wife's going to have it. They're in the same room. They're sleeping together. They're kissing. They're going to have it. Probably. Uh, Then this couple had it. So, yeah, this is a little scary. I mean, people from... And, you know, this is one of the things that people have not been talking about. Now, I'm proof. There's been two cases now of people from the mainland coming here vaccinated, possibly with the virus. At least one of the couples was. And it's here. But you know what? They've been making the right choice about if they've been feeling ill, they decided not to go out. And which is good. But now these people, if they have it, they have to quarantine for seven days, I seven know, to ten days. Their whole vacation is ruined. The honeymoon. Because it was a honeymoon. Yeah, it was right? a honeymoon. Aww. So, I mean, that really sucks. So, 
when did they get this? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Nobody oh, will know. How to get it on the plane? No. No, the plane's Where actually supposed to get be it? the safest spot. So it's more like the airports, I think, that it are might have, Yeah, it might have been sitting around in the airport because I imagine in the airports, I've not been to the airport for a while, but I imagine you could sit right next to somebody or one over and that's not six feet spread. Yeah, I don't know. So and the they just air, don't yeah. have the ventilation that the planes have. Yeah. So, so who knows? So these things are happening and, you know, as we all know, the... The vaccines are weaning, but the boosters are not going to be going through because they still feel that it's strong enough not to do the boosters because they're not sure of the side effects of it. And that's why it was voted down. So we don't know where so that's I've going right that now. I've heard that from you, but I've also seen that the reason they're not doing the boosters yet is because there's so many other countries that haven't gotten any vaccinations yet. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's true there, or maybe it's a combination of everything. Well, 16 of the two doctors talked, and out of the 18... Only one of them mentioned the uh, there's a shortage. There is a shortage. That's true. But for the 16, none of them mentioned that. Because um, I listened to the... I, oh, Jesus, I, I know. But guys, if you want to go... Well, some of you are friends with me. Go to the page. W go ahead and watch the fourth to fifth hour of an eight-hour conference with the FDA. And they talk about all the reasons why they feel that the boosters were not necessary. But um, one of them does bring up the fact that we, it's a shortage and why are we giving boosters to people that it's not necessary to do that when people in other countries are suffering still. Yeah, so who knows? Yeah. It's probably yeah. everything, yeah. We, It's a bunch of everything. But yeah, you guys, go listen. It's on the FDA page. Go listen to the eight hours. Listen to hour four through five. It was put out several days ago. Listen to four through five. You're going to hear all the doctors talking about why they don't want the boosters. So, I'm but also, anyways. And I'm also reading now that Moderna is holding up better because it, it was um, an extra week, a full four weeks in hmm. between shots. Interesting. And that somehow made a big difference. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. All right. So that's the thing with international travel. Now we have overall travel to Hawaii is down 40% and bookings are way down and cancellations are way up currently. True, At the true. height of summer travel in July, we had, on average, thirty-five to 40,000 people coming in a day, where today we only have ten to 15,000 coming in a day. It's so it's crazy. It's, it's 40 to 50% cut in and people that are coming. And you feel it. You feel it. You can go to your beaches again and park, and you can go to restaurants again without crazy weeds. It's, it's like a, really it's different. Like a, um, it's like a break again, but the thing is, is when you had business going so well, it's I just know. like you just wanted to keep going and... And then, you know, on top of the fact that the governor says don't come and on top of the fact of the restrictions of the vaccine card, I think people are just deciding, you know what, here we go again. Let's push our vacation off to 2022. Now, we never saw this Delta coming. We never saw this thing coming because up to July, things were rocking. Yeah. COVID was going down. Then this Delta variant came in. Yep. Now, we can say that it looks like the Delta variant is dying out now. And more people have obviously vaccinated, and we're going to say, well, 2022 is going to be the year. <laughs> well, is it? Or is, or is, or is, I is, hope so. Whatms of that mutant variant I comes in? Whatms of these other variants come in? And then we go through the process again and again. It's crazy. It's possible, but let's be positive. Yes, let's be positive because we need business. <laughs> okay, seven travelers injured from the fallen banyan tree at the Hilton Hawaiian Village swimming pool. That's wild. Did you see this? I did you saw see, did I see, see the picture they sent yeah. you? Um, I saw it on Instagram, actually. Oh, my God. I saw a bunch of posts about it, and I saw pictures. That was a massive tree. Yeah, you know, we've been you know we've been talking about safety and, and about, like, what you should do when you're in the wild and don't don't you know sit under a, a 
coconut tree or don't sit against a rock wall like a cliff line because, you know, rocks could fall and blah, blah, blah. Nowhere in my imagination would I say, well, you can't sit by the pool at your resort because a tree is going to fall on you. <laughs> I know. I mean, so supposedly they had really strong winds that day. And it just simply released a big part of the banyan branch. It cracked and it fell into the pool. People were in the pool. Seven people were brought to the hospital. And I imagine, like, I, this is a scenario I've never thought of because I'm swimming in the pool and this fucking tree falls on me. And, right? like, it was holding you people do? underwater. That's what happened. So right. thank God nobody drowned from it. Right. So, like, what do you do in that situation? You have a tree that's falling on you. you. You're looking up and you see all these branches and you can't get through them and you can't get back to the top of the, you know, to get some air. And I'd be saying, like, man, this is a wacky scenario to be in. I've never thought of that scenario. Right. And so I think two of the people were actually in critical condition. I never heard updates, so, so I, I don't think, know. I think that what I think, I, th- I swear though they said there was, th- no, okay, so three were able to walk away from it um two is in intensive is are they in emergency they were brought to emergency it is that what you're saying yeah critical condition yeah, i critical mean i think condition. they suffered head injuries or I something i think so yeah i think so and then the the other um four i believe was in the hospital too but they've been released since so yeah we don't have any information but what we have to find out is we have to find out if termites gone to that tree what happened to that tree mm. is it just a freak accident where a burst of wind breaks it off if that happens it did happen on hilton hawaiian property i don't know what happens I if know. they will be sued or not i, f- I feel bad because that's they've been so out of their enough. control yeah. i know I mean, but if the trees were not being checked and they were not being trimmed and they were not being looked at for cracks mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, or maybe the termites or the tree was dying, then you may have something. So obviously there's going to be an investigation. That's true. I mean, you think so much about the safety of coconuts falling from trees, but you don't really think about banyan trees. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I get nothing more on this. Okay, okay. let's move on. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break uh, and then uh, we'll be right back, talk about a little more news and then we'll get into a subject matter. All right. All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. We are back. Okay, so... Missing six-year-old girl Isabella from Waimanalo has gone missing now for one week. So sad. Yeah, so either she wandered off on her own because supposedly her family said that she has done this before. Uh, She was kidnapped or is connected to some internal family-related incident. Um, Yeah, do you want to talk about that or do you want to read that? Okay, there's been two reports uh, in the recent past of physical harm to the child. Um, that child welfare sources reported. Welfare sources have now removed the other children from the house. So just before you move on um, or continue with this, I also saw that information. It's been all over social media. Um, and people are like, well, wh- how did she even have this? How did they even have this child? Like, I don't understand that. But I also saw a different article today. Mm. Um, and it was about how social media is posting a lot of lies about this family. And the family was told not to respond or not to intervene and just to keep quiet. And because there's so much like threats and like hate mail toward the family right now, 
um, they're told not to even go out and search. They had to hire people to continue the search. So I don't know what's true. Okay. It's impossible to know. Okay, well, Hawaii News now hasn't done an investigation. So let's let's read this. I am not aware that the adoptive family has been publicly considered suspects at this time. However, the father has been arrested in the past for assault. And now people are questioning how children had been placed in the home in the first place. Uh, this is what, what was written in the article. As far as I know, you can't place children in a home with people that have convictions or jail time, especially for violent crimes. So someone seriously screwed up here. So what is going on if he was charged and spent five years in prison for a terroristic threatening and but is assault. It all true? Well, it's from Hawaii News Now. Because there was an article. Well, they'll be sued, the Hawaii this, News Now, then. Was it yesterday that this came out? It was in the news when I looked for it this morning. It was right there oh, okay. in Hawaii News Now. Because this morning I saw. This wasn't from in the internet. An opposite. I mean, this morning I know. saw an opposite article. And I can't remember if it was from KHON2 or Hawaii News Now, but it was saying that maybe none of that's true. So I don't know. Well, all I know is when I wanted to find a criminal record on somebody, I just went online and did it. Mm -hmm. And so obviously I would say that if they're reporting a false claim that this man was arrested and for assault and terroristic threatening, then the family would have the ability to sue Hawaii News Now for many, many, many millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't know what the truth is. I'm not picking a side here. I'm just saying, um, yeah. you know, I just saw an opposite article. I mean... It is hard so for the, me the to other believe. children weren't removed. I don't know. I said I don't know it's true. Huh? But I guess like it's hard for me to imagine that this child would be placed with a family with a record, and if that's true, that's not a good thing. No, but I'm not surprised that I mean, people slip through the cracks all the time, and child welfare. I mean, it could. Don't they have um, what you call it? Don't they have caseworkers? For all these types of different cases where when it comes through the um, welfare services, there's a caseworker that goes to the house, places the children in the house, and they check in on them. Mm -hmm. so, if the, so if the child has two previous records of having a broken hand and a broken leg, that's recorded, right? It should be, right? Okay, so that's what happened to her. Yeah, but then why was nothing done? That's the problem. In 2019, it was a broken fingers, a broken hand, and in 2020, it was a broken leg they the family had had an excuse for why these injuries happened to her but and the child was not removed and neither were the other ones so we don't know the f we're, we're going to get to the bottom of this yeah just like the story about the the black man that beat up all those cops i feel like everything he's in he's in africa now we don't know anything else on that case right oh now. that's right we never heard a follow-up no we yeah, we don't know what happened to that case. But usually everything does come out eventually in time. Especially so. when it comes to children. Yeah, now, we'll if you guys, see. Now, if you guys don't know, we have a huge problem with sex trafficking here in Hawaii. I don't know if you guys know that, so that's a negative. That was my um, biggest fear. I was so scared that's what happened to her. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know everything, but there's got to be records somewhere of injury to the child in the past. There's got to be records of criminal records on these people. So the cops the whoever it is is going to get to the bottom of this so if these things are being made up which social media does make up things um then they'll break through this and figure out the truth or not the truth just like the case that's going on in the country right now that woman was killed Gabby, by her boyfriend I know. But that's what happened i mean let's be honest no it came out today well, not that it was by 
him, yeah. but yeah. her remains were identified to be her today. Okay, so so she was murdered, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't just drive from Wyoming all the way back to Florida two weeks later and act like, oh, where's my girlfriend? What? I know. It's because crazy. he killed her, right? And now he's hiding in the woods somewhere in Florida, and they can't find him. So I don't know why they don't have helicopters out there with infrared trying to find this bastard. They better find him. But once again, there was previous cases of him hitting and beating her, just like supposedly this case. These things get... This is the same thing where it comes to, why does someone go out with a gun and kill a bunch of people? It's because there's always something from the past that somebody misses, doesn't report, and then it never gets out there, and some more people end up dying because of it, and that's how, a shame. How about why are people so horrible and evil? What is wrong with people? Baby, the world is an evil place. It's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> Just, but we have a positive podcast coming up. I just hate that. There's so many evil people out there. I really do. It's an evil I world. I mean, it's an evil. Not all of us are evil. I can't it. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Some have been wondering on what's going on with Hanama Bay when it comes to the reservation system for locals and vacationers. The state has extended uh, visitation hours for locals without reservations. Kama'aino residents can now visit the nature preserve without a reservation from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. during the five days Hanama Bay is opened every week because Hanama Bay is closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm so happy they did that. Yes, so they're going to continue to do this every day for locals, and we were ta- we've been talking about that. We needed to have solid evidence of what's going on with that. And is this going to be something that's going to continue? They were doing a pilot program. Hopefully, they've surpassed that, and now this is going to become the norm. Yeah, I, think, I, hope. I mean, it sounds like it is. Well, they need to do this in other places too. I know they do. They need to do this in other places. So, any you know, like let's say let's say if a fa- local family wants to climb Diamond Head, they should do the same thing at Diamond Head, because yeah. that's going to become a reservation system, and they're going to charge you to get into Diamond Head for a lot of money soon. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I went to Hanama Bay and yeah, talk about that. that's how I know. <laughs> how did it look? It took going there to find out what the actual um, rules were for locals now. It looks great. I mean, I had never been to Hanama Bay a lot as a tourist before I moved here or anything. So it, it had been a long time since I had been there, but it looked way better. It was way less crowded, which is really nice. The reservation system that they have in place is very strict. And mm. if you're going to go and you make a reservation, go way, way early because we thought we left like plenty of time, um, but it took so long to get into the parking lot. They like check all your reservations mm. and everything. You go one by one, then you park, then you have to walk and they have like this whole setup where they have signs posted with each reservation time and you have to line up behind your sign. And it's kind of confusing. It's not the easiest to navigate. And we missed our reservation time by like, we lined up like one minute, literally one minute late and they wouldn't let us in. So they told us we had to go wait in the standby line and hope that we could get in so we did we were lucky because you know our reservation was pretty early so it wasn't super crowded yet but we were in line for a very long time waiting and just you know if you're gonna go go super early (laughs) why are they why 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 is the state making hawaii not fun anymore i don't know it's because of covid they're trying to regulate everything when you regulate it becomes (laughs) no longer fun I know, but but snorkeling was really beautiful, and the coral reefs are looking good. That's good news. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, Okay, so you want to, we have a email from Vegan Tiff. I love that you call her Vegan Tiff. Yes, because that's (laughs) the way we're going to differentiate between the Tiffany's. Okay. Okay, and, and when it goes from the other Tiff... 
from down under right here now okay now no one has really seen our setup here for a while the podcast setup in our desk but we put stickers from all over the world we got like little knickknacks and toys and stuff like you know just a bunch of fun things on our table and we also have and tiff's gonna love to know this <laughs> we have the vegemite container on the desk and the milo the milo we have the milo the milo and the <laughs> vegemite on the desk Souvenirs. It's become more like a souvenir now because it definitely won't be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when she comes to um, visit us, whatever mm. that might be, when she's yeah. allowed to, she yeah. could teach us how to eat it properly and maybe we'll like I it I don't better. think there's any way to eat it properly, honestly. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, so you want to go ahead and go over this uh, email from Tiff? Sure. All right. Good morning, lovely peeps. I felt compelled to write in after listening to the most recent podcast with Ty. It really breaks my heart to know how much devastation Hawaii is going through with Hawaii in general, the Hawaiians and the COVID regulations, and how much the government really doesn't listen to its people. Hawaii and the Aloha spirit quite literally wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the native Hawaiians. That's true. It is true. My fiance and I were hoping to get married at Makapu'u Beach next June, but with the vaccination passport coming up, we might just have to postpone. Both of us refused to take the vaccine this early in the trial phase, and we realize what we might miss out on or what extremes we might have to go through in order to survive in the future. Okay, so the uh, let's go over a few things on that that Tiffany says once. Well, one thing is Makapu'u Beach. I know you guys want to get married on that beach, but that is not a beach for commercial activity. I, she, I don't think beach. she know. I don't think she knows that. That's true. Um, it is beautiful, though. Yeah. So you may want to really look into that. And if you were to do it, just do it with like you two and whoever's going to get you married. Because the once you go past Makapuu into Kayona and Waimanalo, the local people are really strict on what you can do and what you can't do, what you shouldn't be doing, and they don't want any commercial activity in those areas. But maybe that's, that's pretty much plan. out there. She didn't say a huge wedding. She no, just said she wants I to no, married, I get so. it, and that's fine. Yeah. She can do it, but she just needs to know. Yeah. Because unfortunately, I've we've seen people getting married on certain beaches, and the locals come out with their cameras and They're get right horrible. in their faces and ruin your whole day. I know, I know. So you just want to make sure you're, what you're doing is you're doing uh, what you're doing is right, and uh, as long as it's small and, and and very quiet, I don't think you'll have any problem about that. The other thing is um, about the vaccine passport. Now, obviously, if you want to get on a plane and come... Now, the currently, the vaccine health pass that they're doing right now, where you can't go into certain places, hopefully when the cases come down, they're going to remove that. The mayor was pretty honest about yeah. that it seems i mean i don't really like the guy now but i, I mean, can't stand him after haiku stares well it's you can't hate a guy just because oh of i do well i hate i don't i don't hate him i don't hate anybody I hate him. right right but i dislike him very strongly well i don't like him for what he did with the whole segregating people and alienating people and i don't like him what he decided just to do is just to give up on haiku stares so right i don't like that either i'm sure he's going to do something else i don't like but um he was being pretty upfront it seems that when the cases come down the that whole passport thing will be gone and then you don't you can get on a plane tiff uh 
you and your uh, fiance, you know, just you just take a test. You yeah, just make sure you take she, a COVID test. I think she's kind of saying like it would ruin the whole experience. Like if she can't, yes, can't I agree go with out her. to eat, you I think know? it would. Yeah. That's why you got to come here. At, you know, Obviously, you're listening to us and you're going to know when to come because you're going to hear from what we have to say that when things are getting better and when th- you know passports have been, you know, the uh, the health pass here on the islands have been stopped. So now you can go into restaurants and yada, yada, yada. So just keep listening. And uh, if you have any other questions about this, um, let us know and we'll answer you the best we can. Even on the podcast, everybody knows what's going on. Okay, this brings me to how interested we are in the off-grid living. I wish we could say that we are 100% on board, but I'm not sure we could get enough dough together for when it's needed. We definitely will be saving as much as possible. I would love to be able to grow some of the tropical fruits and even create a smoothie shack where I can make up some delicious superfood smoothies and bowls for you all to enjoy. I love making them too, Tiff. Yeah. And then she writes, that would be this vegan's dream come true. Okay, so first thing in this whole group here is that that would be awesome for the community if we had like a little smoothie shack i love making smoothies that'll be awesome yeah. i'll help you girl yeah so right in the middle maybe on weekends you know when everybody gets together at the bar because we're going to have a we're going to have a um, community center with a bar and a pool and um you know you can have a little smoothie shack you can make bring all the fruit and stuff that you get from your property and bring it over to the shack and just make it for all of us in the morning. We can have all breakfast together. It'll be awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And um, so, and then you're saying that, you know, you're not sure if you're going to have all that money, twenty to $40,000. And you know what? I have been thinking in the back of my head, and it's so funny that you brought this up because obviously you're not the only couple that will probably not have that kind of dough up front. So I actually had thought about it uh, for the off-grid community, and that would be a rental option. Of Have you heard about this? No, but of course. That's such a good <laughs> idea. Right. So for those who can't afford the land or to build a tiny home, because um, you know, you're know you not the only one that's mentioned this, uh, we're looking into using an acre or two to build several rental community tiny home rentals. Uh, there'll be anywhere from 400 to 600 square feet tiny homes uh, with two floors. So overall, the square footage is going to be more than that. But we're looking at getting 1200 a month for the tiny home rentals a month and you will either have your own acre with the house on it or there'll be several rental community properties where you'll be living there it's not we're not like having people come in like just to make money off of it we're talking about having people live there and rent out the tiny homes yeah so they'll so they will be contributing growing their own food on that plot of land where their rental property is and who and we can talk about the permanent members of the property and um, oh and also you know we can look into this maybe in the future we could always do a rent to own oh that's a great idea too so we could look into that but it would be have to be some of us who have decided we're going to build our own homes but we're also going to build several rental properties and we can make a decision ourselves whether we want to continue to rent it monthly out to people or rent to own where you would you know maybe for a little bit more money Mm -hmm. you would be renting it out monthly to pay off the house yeah And I think that would be a great idea. I totally love that. Okay. And then she writes, P.S. Do you guys know or are either of you an officiant for when we're ready to get married on Makapu'u? It would be so cool to have one of you marry us where our (laughs) love for each other and Hawaii started. That's so cute. Well, we are not. We are not. But yeah, we are not. I know someone who is. Weirdly, so do I. Okay, so we both got a So who's the person you know? Um, she lives in Kailua. 
okay, cool. And, and my friend lives over in, I think it's like Kapolei area. And uh, he's a little crazy man. So, I mean, um, it depends what kind of person you want. But um, so this girl. So, we do know people. Yeah, this girl, I didn't even know she was one until, ironically, last weekend, she posted that she married her sister. And I awesome. was like, wow, that's so cool. Good timing. So, Tiff, we know people. <laughs> we know people. So, when you're ready, we can put you in touch with them and uh, we can we can be there if you want. Um, you know, we'll yeah, look into of something like that. Or we have to be there. I, there must be some connection why you're picking Makapu'u. I know. Because, honestly, it's a lot better places than that no it's beautiful though no, it's I love fine but there's, there's many beautiful places around the island i want to know does she is there a reason why did she get engaged in makapu beach is that why i want to know why maybe she met her fiance there i don't maybe. know let us know tiff that's a good yeah, question let us know because if it's if you're not like held down to that spot we could come up with a bunch of spots where it's just beautiful too maybe where, it, where it'll just, be legal maybe it just stole her heart who knows yeah we don't She'll know. let us know we don't know she'll have to let us know and then she finishes by writing take so much care and keep your heads up and positive as possible love you both with so much love tiff all right tiff thank you Tiff. awesome awesome okay so we're gonna go ahead and go to our middle break the sunday manoa hawaiian lullaby and then we'll be back and we'll get right into the 10 reasons 16 reasons <laughs> to move to Hawaii. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back.
with life in the laughter of morning and starry night. All right, we are If only everyone knew how long of a break that was. It was much more than three minutes. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're going to get into the 10 reasons, 16 reasons. 10 plus 6. Yeah, to move to Hawaii. Although we could probably come up with 50 to 100 on both sides, but we want to do these 16. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So number one, the aloha spirit. If you've ever been to Hawaii, it speaks for itself. Yeah, we've been talking about this on, we've actually had po- entire podcasts based on the Aloha Spirit. We did. And there's just a feeling here that when you either you come here on vacation uh, or you move here and then you go back to where you came from or whatever it may be, there's just something here that is magical that is not anywhere else in the world. Yeah, and you know, you kind of do start to get used to it when you live here, but you're right, when you go back to the mainland or somewhere else, you really notice it because yeah. it's it's lacking there. And then you come back here and you just appreciate it all the more again. Yeah, there's, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, questioning as, you know, does Hawaii still have the aloha spirit? Yeah, it absolutely has the aloha spirit mm-hmm. still. Um, there's, you know, some things, inner workings here that people are upset about certain things and stuff like that. But, I mean, the the power of the Aloha Spirit here is far stronger than any of those concerns. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There was a time toward the beginning of COVID when locals didn't want so many tourists here. Yeah. And, you know, we were seeing a little less Aloha. But I feel like, honestly, for the most part, that's getting way better. Yeah, I think overall, because I think the state is also realizing that they have to control the way tourism comes here. And as long as there's some kind of a cap on it or some way to to teach the the people that are coming here, you know, like which we do on the podcast all the time. We right. educate and education is very important on winning, you know, on either moving or visiting Hawaii. And that's the Aloha Spirit, too. Like, you can start to practice the Aloha Spirit before you even get in here, you know, by by educating yourself about Hawaii, about learning about the culture. And that's very important. That is part of the Aloha Spirit. So if you are doing that, the way you're listening to the show, you're already part of that Aloha Spirit. Absolutely. And, like, our friend David, who had to move to Seattle last year, yeah. he is all about bringing that Aloha Spirit to Seattle area and yeah. teaching people how to... To feel and show aloha over there. True, and I, I've talked about it several times. Me too. When I had to move back to the mainland, I brought the aloha spirit back there, the music, the culture, the lifestyle, right. and I just infected everybody with it, and yeah. they fell in love with it. It took a little while, but they're like, what is this all about? What's going on? You know, I don't know if I can get into this music, and I couldn't get into it in the beginning either, and then, I re- <laughs> then you realize like, wow, this is like a whole nother world, and, and part of that aloha spirit is that feeling of being special yeah. because it's a feeling that just doesn't exist anywhere else and you can't get in anywhere else. It's like, a, it's like, it really is like magic. It you, is you magical and it's yeah. addictive. It's addictive and there's no really any way to explain it. And I say, you know, we've said it before. The only way you can really explain it is you need to experience it yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, Oh, 
you know, it's like this mystical thing. It's like this Aloha spirit. You can't put it in no, words. You, you it's true. Can, you can't. So the Aloha spirit is very special here, and it's not something that's ever going to leave the Ho- uh, the Hawaiian Islands as long as the Kanaka Maoli and the Hawaiians are here. Yes. Because they're the ones that have created the Aloha spirit, and we just feed into it. Yeah. So we have to ensure that the Aloha spirit does continue as long as there's one Hawaiian left. <laughs> we have the Aloha spirit. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know that's so sad, but it's so true. Yeah. More and more Hawaiians are leaving like crazy. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. And we talked about it in last week's about the annexation that there is going to be twice as many Hawaiians, but how many of those Hawaiians are going to be living in Hawaii? So let's do our best to ensure that the Hawaiians are living in Hawaii. Because let me tell you, I don't know of any Hawaiian that really wants to be on the mainland. Yeah, it's just that they can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things we'll talk about in the some of the reasons why you don't want to move here next yeah. week. Yes. But um, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Okay, next we have the diversity, the beautiful culture, music, history, and melting pot of amazing people here. These are all really, in a way, going to be connected to each other in many ways, totally. but they're separate, but they're separate. And um, the diversity is amazing here. And we could go into the diversity of everything from the plants, the trees, the food, the people, the culture, the music. Everything about the diversity here is amazing, and you really feel like you're a part of it. It's not like when you go somewhere somewhere else where you feel like you're separated from it. No, totally. It's, it just takes you over. It, it It's like a sponge, and it just fills you up. And before COVID, when we used to have those festivals, there are so many different cultural festivals oh, yeah. here. And I just thought they were such a beautiful way to celebrate. I loved going to as many of them as I could. You're thinking like in Hawaii, we're, go- we're going to be going to like Hawaiian festivals. No, you're going to Greek festivals. Everything. You're going to Portuguese festivals. You're going to Italian festivals. You're going to French festivals. Yeah. You're going to like all these different things that are g- and all the different Asian festivals. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you become a part of it. You know, it's an amazing thing. And Everybody really, I would say 90%, 95%, they all get along perfectly here, which is just so difficult to do now on the mainland where it's become so angry over there. We don't have that type of, you know, that yeah. th- those feelings here in Hawaii. It's just a different place. It is different. And, yeah, and we're blessed to have that diversity of all those things, including the music. I mean, music could be its own reason why you come to Hawaii. That's so on its true. Own. That and the history so could be. The, the history, history could be. History is huge. Yeah, but I guess you know, we're putting this under the diversity because if we, we could have a hundred, but and we would put all of them separate. But as for diversity, it's a diversity of just everything because just in the uh, the, mu- the Hawaiian music itself mm-hmm. goes all the way back from the twenties and before that, and into the hip hop and Hawaiian of today. And they're all so different. How can you not find one that you fall in love with at least? Exactly. Yeah, and they even have like you know like we were listening to on the annexation podcast like Public Enemy Hawaiian. So yeah. I mean we have everything here. And the culture we've done podcasts about yeah. that. But it's beautiful and it's just, it's so nice to live somewhere that has such a strong culture. Yeah, it's great to be uh, welcomed into the culture of Hawaii. Um, Just always remember, become a part of it, invest in it. And it will yes. take you over. Take that time to learn about it if you haven't yet. I exactly. know if you're a listener of this podcast, you yeah. likely have. <laughs> right. Okay, so next we have for the mana, the spiritual yes. energy of the islands. It pulls you in. You feel like you belong here and you can't get Hawaii off your mind. Yes, I mean, the, the mana, we've heard this word many times. It's the spiritual energy of the islands. It's in everything. It's under everything. You feel it's it. It's in us. It's like the force. Yeah, you really, oh gosh, of course it's like Star Wars, (laughs) but you really do feel it. 
And it does. I mean, not everybody, but there are certain people like me where it just pulled me in. The first time I came to Hawaii, I just, I knew I had to be here. Like, yeah. I just couldn't get it off my mind. And I know I'm not the only one. No, I mean, the mana is a spiritual force. It's a spiritual energy, you know, and it's, it does surround you. And it can make you stronger. It can make you more powerful. It can... You know, it, it's 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 just something that when you take in that deep breath, you're taking in that mana, and it's just a power, and it just takes you over. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Cause it I, is true. I mean, I remember being on top of the mountaintops, and you just sit there in a meditative position, and just breathing in that the mana from the uh, from the mountain the ranges, you know, and just just the air up there. You know, and I think that's one of the things that um, captivates me the most about hikes is that you do feel that mana like, oh you do yeah it's amazing i mean that's a that's up there is where the gods reside mm -hmm. you know and you're be, you become a part of that up there and it's just a force like the um you know like the aloha spirit it's different but it's the same in many ways as well um but it's own it's its own separate thing you know the the breezes and the winds of hawaii that's the mana yeah you know it's just an amazing thing and um these are things that you can't get on other islands. I mean, on other, not like other places in the well. Right. I guess Tahiti you could. I mean, I guess Tahiti. Yeah. So you know, Tahiti is probably is very much like Hawaii. It's the closest. It's, right? the, it's the closest. Yeah. yeah. But in other countries and stuff like that, I don't think these things exist. So I don't think you can get them. I don't know. Now Diversity maybe, but not these particular things right well that's what sets hawaii apart yeah. from everywhere else because there's a lot of beautiful places out there there is no there is yeah so is there one island that pulled you in the most or you felt that yeah. strongest mana big island okay and because it's still breathing yeah no it is and you know so many people say that for yeah. me it was Kauai. yeah 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 and i mean that like as in the mana is a is a continuous energy that's flowing and the big island i would assume just scientifically maybe is the big island has the most mana power right now because it's still growing it's still mm -hmm. being born it's young it's yes it's young whereas these islands are kind of like older and they've kind of you know but and you've got um pele over there too well that's so. also a reason you're <laughs> yeah. right so that's also a reason why that the mana is very strong over on that island so i can understand uh you know i've obviously i've, I've we've all visited there many of us you you me and maybe people that have listened um, but we haven't lived there, so right. we haven't experienced that extra mana power that's over there. That's true. And I'm yeah. kind of excited to finally, uh, when we move there, to be on a new island and feel different feelings I'm excited that I've felt too. here. I feel like as much mana as I do feel here on Oahu, and I do, yeah. I think the overpopulation kind of um, puts a little bit of a strain on yeah, it for me always, at times. I so agree. Humans always kind of... It will be nice to get away from that overpopulation and yeah, traffic. Well, th that'll be on next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Next we have nature. Mm -hmm. We have beautiful beaches and jungles and waterfalls and mountains and rainbows, the tropical flora, the sunrises, the sunsets. I mean, we could go on forever. So overall, we're talking about nature. But if we were to put a, a, a you know, a top 100 list together, these would all be separated. Do you, I know, do you know what I mean? Like, so true. But we're not doing we're clumping them together. Yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not doing a top 100 because we'd be here all day. We'd, we'd have <laughs> to do ten, 10 shows. Yeah. So, I mean, but beaches, jungles, all these things could be 
all on their own because they all have their own separate like the jungles here in Hawaii, the waterfalls in here in Hawaii, mm. they're all different from other places. They are. And they're absolutely gorgeous. And nature is one of the reasons you come here to explore, to get out there and just see nature for what it is untouched. It is raw here. Yeah. It is just, it's beautiful. It is the first thing I think I fell in love with here. Yeah, I mean, these, even though, you know, we're going to put that list together next week of all the negatives it's it's we're still we've always said we're still here for more positive reasons than why we would leave oh of course and you know when things are not related to man-made things like you know like the nature and like the mana and like the aloha spirit these are things that man cannot destroy yeah it's true <laughs> you know now nature is something that men could get involved in and start to f up and they do sometimes <laughs> and they do and it's slowly getting to a point but thank god we have so much preserve and nature preserves here that they cannot destroy these things yeah um you know oahu is really the only one that they've taken over a lot of the land but on the other islands they never can so that's also why the big island talks to me too a lot more because we know that because the lava flow on the big island is always flowing and because it's so unpredictable with with hurricanes and lava that no one is going to invest no huge corporation is going to invest on those areas to only have it wiped out or destroyed by pele it's true it's right true. so that mana will always be there and it'll never be taken away whereas here on this island maybe the mana is a little weaker you know what I mean? Because of the building, because of the takeover. That's exactly what I was trying to say. There's yeah. the overpopulation in general and yeah. everything man has done to this island. Right. But yeah. the big island is not not it's an not island like that. that that can happen to. Yeah. So, yeah. But nature is one of the top ones. Totally. And I, we included tropical flora, but we should probably include fauna too. Because, Absolutely. Fauna. Oh my gosh. When I wake up in the morning to the beautiful tropical birds singing out my window, oh, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah, it's great. That's <laughs> right. We should smile. actually. Yeah. I mean, that could be its own. Totally. Fauna could be its own too. Next, we have weather. Perfect weather all the time. We always have perfect weather here. I've never had, even when it's raining. It's perfect. I, I've never, I've never, well, you do because you can have a beach day sometimes if it's raining a little bit, but I've never complained. Okay. About, I've never complained about the weather once in my over 20 years been here. Never one day. You know, I don't complain about the weather. I mean... What is it to complain about? It's even when it rains, it's still beautiful. The smell of the rain, oh. the, the beautiful sunlight shining through the rain. When like, it hits it's the flowers, majestic. you can smell that lingering scent in the air, like a it's diffuser, and it's like a natural diffuser <laughs> in the air. It's true, <laughs> and it's not cold rain. It's beautiful rain. It's, no, it always you know? is beautiful. Yeah, I yeah. can't think of a time, even like during. I don't know, our winter months when it the temperatures drop down to the low 60s and we're freezing. It's still beautiful. <laughs> freezing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny to say that. But it's still beautiful. Okay, so maybe I throw a hoodie on. It's hoodie weather, but I still sit outside and I love every second of it. Now, I don't know what's been going on with the uh, weather, but we honestly, this is the first year that I've been here that we have not had a summer. It never got We never hot. got hot. We never. We would have gotten hot by now because there's no way we're going to get oh, hot totally. in October. No, no, no. So it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. And I think, um, you know, when I was in Koalina, we definitely had some very hot weather. It's so going to be a little hotter over there, especially like 
Well, you know, when I was over there, I, I was surprised that there was a nice breeze. Yeah, but surprised. it wasn't like that after you left. <laughs> oh, okay. It got really hot, like to the point where we, if we were outside, we had to be in the okay. water. Okay. Um, but I got burned in the shade. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did. We got sunburned in the badly shade. in the shade. He wasn't even in the sun. That's I didn't even feel it. I know. How many hours, though, did we sit there? Three hours? Probably. Yeah, so three hours in the sun, and I got burned in the shade under a, under a uh, coconut tree. Three hours in the shade, Jeez, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. But um, over here, our neck of the woods, I would say we really, because normally we have a few weeks at least every summer where it's like a little unbearable. Like 90 like and humid, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that never happened. No, Not so once. we we so literally for the last year our weather has been about 75 80 degrees every single day. Yeah, which is and perfect. Which is perfect. Like how can you beat that? Like if honestly, I don't I I, I do find that to be a little strange that it's not as normal as every I year do before too. that. So I don't know I don't know what that means. I know. Because you know, with what's going on in the world right now, you know, we don't know how the weather's been changing and um you know, that kind of makes me a little bit nervous, but uh, if if that was normal for here, if we had 75, 80 every single day, every single year, okay. how could that be beat? How could that be beat? <laughs> I know. Yeah, so it, the weather is, 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 uh, is always one of the top ones for why you would come here. Absolutely. Who, who, you know, some people like snow. You can get snow here, too. You can go to the other islands for snow in the Malakaya. winter. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like you won't see snow. If you want to see snow, you can see snow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so next up we have adventures. Never-ending adventures, especially for me, hiking and water sports. Yeah, I mean, adventure and water sports, just adventure and sports in general. There's so much to do here, you know, from the s surfing, snorkeling, scuba diving, spear yeah. fishing, um, just all the different hiking, the rock climbing. Um, oh God, I mean, paddling, volley, volleyball. I mean, you can play f tag football. They do a lot of tag football. They do frisbee football here. They just, just everything. But I'm, but when we're talking about like adventure, you're just talking about getting out there and discovering. And we've been doing some of this lately, yeah. and it's been so amazing. Yeah, I mean, we just recently, you know, I had, you know, I wanted to bring Amanda for uh, uh, Amanda. <laughs> I'm telling yourself. you, man, I'm so bad. It's never uh, going to change. So wanted to bring Amanda to um, on a uh, birthday hike. So, but there was this hike I wanted to do with her, and she was really wanting to go to Luakaha. Uh, Lua yes, because it's on private property. It's where the Queen used to bathe, and I'm very. You know the guys the way I am. Yeah. I, 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 the first time I went there, I did not know I was trespassing on private property, which was the Queen's property, the original Queen's property. We did it very, you know, respectfully, but still, I was walking on, on, on the Queen's property that I shouldn't have been on. And we always wanted to try to figure out a way how to get to this fall. If you go to the side of the falls that's on the private property where the riverbed is, you know, you're, you shouldn't be doing that. But right. if you go on the other side that's not the Queen's property, you can access the waterfall. So we figured out how to do it without trespassing. And I was so happy yes. because I've been wanting to do this hike yes. for so long. And it was amazing. It was everything it to was, me. So it was like going out and discovering something for the first time. A new trail. We blazed a trail. We put up markers. And I had never gotten that far. Um, I knew that there was a smaller pooled waterfall 
naturally natural pool waterfall which we discovered yeah, as well we yep. gotta go back there and clean that up that and was, make it look really nice it was really cool and i yeah. think that if we do a couple cleanups yeah that would be we're definitely gonna do that yeah amazing and you know then we made our way through a bamboo forest and then we made our way to these amazing coconut trees that we, we saw all the fir- well first of all i know there's got to be a coconut tree somewhere because we saw all coconuts <laughs> yes. on the ground and we're like no one's out here throwing coconuts where are they coming from so eventually we came to the middle of a bamboo forest and the coconut trees were in the middle and i gotta say they are the highest coconut trees i've seen in hawaii ever they're so tall so did you know before i even before we even found these the award went to the coconut palm tree in hawaii kai as the tallest palm tree no and it's right over here at that heiau Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right down the street from us here. I had no idea. Okay, so that was the tallest, and it won, like, a prize for the tallest. Um, and I'm hmm. telling you, these were far taller. I think so, too. They were massive. They were massive. There were coconuts everywhere. So, obviously, when you go through there, you got to be careful, right? Yeah, Because you totally. don't want one falling on your head. But right after that, we came to the most amazing banyan trees like they oh, were just like yeah. they were hugging you like hands around you, took, you you took a beautiful picture oh up against God. one of them yeah and then right after that we came to a secret heiau a hawaiian temple yeah in the that? middle of the fucking forest it was literally in the middle of nowhere it was I mean, crazy this is adventure it was such an amazing day it was amazing and that's, i crave that i just yeah. i love it so yeah much. it was amazing so we had a really just a great day doing that and discovering that and we're going to go back and we're going to see if we can meet up that trail to other trails because mm-hmm. we weren't able to complete it because we were really blazing it for a while that day so we had a market and it took that it was the marking and going through there that took a while because we had to figure out how to get down there that right. no one could do that no one's going you know what i mean i mean that was not an easy no 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 thing yeah. to do so totally Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Next, we have the purity, fresh air, and water of the islands. And this just goes into everything we've been talking about. There is no place better for fresh water and fresh air. And you're going to know. I mean, I, you know, I've been, we've been to a lot of different places. The air here, the air quality, it's always refreshing and always new because it's coming from the Kona trade winds. And we're always getting fresh air. And it's just amazing to take that in. That is part of the mana as well. It is. So you're just taking it in and you're just like, oh my God, it's so fresh. You know, there's natural springs here. I've drinking drinking uh, water right out of the waterfall. Yeah. How I about mean, the water from the Koalaos? Yeah. Right? I mean, Remember you, that just distillery that taught us all about it yeah yeah right so i mean this is an amazing place for the purity of things uh the water the air and other things and it's just an amazing place where you know you're like can i drink that can i do that can i breathe that in other places you know look at california they got smog (laughs) problems they got dirty air uh you know even back in boston it was it was it was dirty air in no way pollution yeah yeah there's just more so much more pollution you know, across the world than in Hawaii that you can be rest assured that the purity here is amazing. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so next we have mini vacations. Oh. Every weekend can be a vacation in paradise if you want it to be. It could be island hopping or if you're like me, you just go over to Koalina and have a little staycation. Yeah, just go to the other side of the island and have a little vacation, like a little weekend vacation. And um, that's one of the greatest things here is a lot of people get, you know, nervous. They're like, oh my God, am I going to get island fever? Is this going to happen? You know, I can't do road trips. I can't do this. I've done road trips on the big island. Uh, You know, I haven't been there a lot of times, but... Being on the big island is like doing road trips. 
Okay, and then going island to island and island hopping is like little mini vacations. And you're now that you're in the middle of the Pacific, it's going to be a lot quicker to get to, let's say, Japan or to Tahiti That's or true. to Australia or to New Zealand or to Tonga, Samoa or any of the other islands that are in the Pacific. So there's a lot of options and a lot of things to do from Hawaii now that you're in the middle of the Pacific. You can go to Alaska I and you can do many trips to Alaska, which is yeah. beautiful too. I don't know how you can ever get bored here. I no. just, even if you can't travel, like, I just could never get bored on Oahu. Maybe that's just me. No, I don't There's even think. There's so yeah. much to do. Even on an island, just one island. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 a relatively, people don't know that these islands are relatively big. It's not like the Caribbean where the islands are really, really small and only a few miles around. You know, this is over 100 miles around just on this island. The big island is way bigger than yeah, this island. Yeah, sure. So there's plenty of things to do. On weekends, little mini vacations, you can get away, you know, you can just cruise the island. And this is all part of one of the reasons why people move here. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back and we'll do the rest of them. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth. An 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt-A-Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back. What do we got? All right. Conscious of your surroundings. So this is a great one. Yeah. You awaken and see things more clearly. You see the ease of living sustainable lifestyles and how easy it is to be self-sustained. The ease of taking care of yourself and ability to grow your own food and live with minimum footprints. Yeah, people don't really take this into consideration all the time. But you become much more conscious and awake when you are here. Whereas if you're living in like a concrete jungle, you're living with a lot of electronics and you're living all these things, you're becoming detached you, it's from true. nature. It's true. Yeah. So here you put aside that part of you that you surround yourself with that is part of what humans have created. Right. Yeah. So living on the mainland, I would come home from work and just relax on the couch and watch TV at night. I don't do that here. It's so rare for me to turn on my TV here. It's just a different lifestyle. Yeah, you're occupied by just sitting on your lanai and seeing and the rainbows in front of you, listening to the birds, yeah. looking at the beautiful greenery and flowers and fruits and... Enjoy. I do some Vegetables gardening. Vegetables growing on your lanai. Take a nap in my hammock out there. I read a book. I have a glass of wine. Whatever I do, yeah. it's usually outside because I just can't get enough of being outside. And I also have fallen in love with growing my own food here. Yeah, looking at your four foot tall spinach. <laughs> it's not four feet tall. Stop it, it. Are you kidding me? It is. It's like hung. Okay, it's not. It's three feet. But it's it's got so heavy, the spinach, that it's hung over. The uh, Okinawan spinach. Oh, the Okinawan, yeah. It's like it's Goes, that's true. It's like that's a true. huge. I mean, if that was standing straight up, would that not be three feet tall? That's true. So the Okinawan spinach, I probably should stake it. I had no idea how big that would get. I shouldn't have planted it with my perpetual spinach because it's like overtaken <laughs> the whole thing. I know. Oh, but anyways, yeah. So what we're saying is that you just become a lot of a lot more connected. 
connected and a lot more conscious to nature and around you and your surroundings and you kind of sense or like you don't want to be a part of the society that you used to live in on the mainland and, and obviously we're talking to people who, who haven't been born here right because obviously if you're born here it's just natural for you to move into that consciousness of being around nature much more and not being as connected to electronics and other needs that people are on the mainland that are that have winters that are stuck inside and and you know all those things absolutely it's another world here it is another world and i connected to that i just want to add to you start to become more cognizant of, you know, you go to Kailua Beach and it's full of microplastics on the sand. You, you see things. You start to realize, oh, plastic is really bad. I mean, you've always known it's bad, but now you really know it's bad and you stop buying plastic. Yeah, you become and, conscious of yeah, it. Yeah. So I feel like that's another side of people who move here too. Hawaii is a drug. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it awakens you. It does. <laughs> it's a natural drug. Uh, okay. So next we have the laid back and healthy lifestyle style oh yeah i mean yeah i mean coming from the mainland it's so stressful you're on the go 24 7 boom 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 and it's just really laid back here no one's in a rush everyone shows up an hour late now that that's going to be a negative next <laughs> week negative, as well yeah. that's going to be a negative next week it depends on what kind of lifestyle you like like if you're used to things getting going and you're used to getting things quickly and, and, and not having to wait in line and all this other bullshit well then that's not the hawaii might not be the place for you because everything's way too chill here but yes. it it eliminates that living in the rat race feeling. Absolutely. And that right there, that alone, it just it alleviates so much stress. Yes. And, you know, obviously traffic is one of the negatives here. But the thing is, is people seem to just take it in stride because they're not in a rush. You don't usually, get it. Usually. Yeah. You don't see nearly as much road rage here. No, no, you don't. It's, it's, it's ticked up, though, since traffic has gotten worse. But that's not one of the things that's even like a negative here because right. it's very, very limited on how much of that we get. But just, just the laid back lifestyle of like kind of, oh, you know, everyone's coming over tomorrow night. You come in. Oh, yeah, I'll see you like around six. And then you show up at nine. Yeah, no big that's deal. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. Oh, look who just showed up. Wee! That's you know, not a big deal. But that's when it's a positive. That is kind of nice because there's no pressure yeah. on you to feel rushed. And you can do that on your job, too. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Not <laughs> my job. <laughs> Don't say that. That would not fly at school. Okay, I'm just kidding. Some jobs you can totally get away with it. You can show up an hour, hour late, you can take an hour break, and then you can leave an hour early. It's, a, <laughs> it's crazy some places here. Like, the, Listen, if you've lived here long enough, you know how to get around the system, and you've seen workers that have been working in these businesses for 20, 30, 40 years are ready for retirement. They know all the workarounds. So I they know. know no, I'm telling you. It's, I'm not saying it's a positive. <laughs> you don't want to be lazy. But I'm yeah. just saying it's that laid-back attitude that Friday Pauhana. That's true. It's like Pauhana time. Everybody goes home on Friday at 3 p.m. instead of 5. <laughs> it happens and no one gives a rat's ass. Unless then, unless you work in a school and you have yes, after school meetings you, yes. every day because then you don't have a choice. No, you're right. So <laughs> not, not all jobs you can do that, but I know there's a lot that you can no, do yeah, at that. But I mean, it's, it's just that laid back lifestyle. And then you have the healthy lifestyle, which connects to the laid back lifestyle, I think. We, we could have put them separately, but um, yeah, I mean, you're not forced to it. It happens naturally for you to just 
live a healthier and more conscious life on what you're putting into your body. How fresh is it? Where is it coming from? And we're going to get, actually, that's one of the positives in here, too, somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, if all your food is, like, locally grown, I mean, that how can you get healthier than that? And yeah. then on top of it, you just live a more active lifestyle, too. I mean, hiking. you're out hiking and Water kayaking. Sports, and surfing. Yeah, surfing. Like, whatever you're doing, the combination of all of it, you're just going to be much healthier. Yeah, and, and the only thing I can say that you're forced into it is that you, you, there's a lot, it, it, you know, it, the weather's so always perfect here. You're always in a kind of like a beach lifestyle. You don't have your shirt on much. You got to look decent. <laughs> you know true, what I mean? It's like true. people are going to get, people, you, 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 know, you know what I mean? So you're not forced into it, but it's just like, well, I don't have a winter. I'm not going to be wearing a jacket and sweater every day. <laughs> I'm kind of going to be wearing shorts. So I kind of have to look decent yeah. out here. You know that's what I mean? So, so yeah, that's kind of the way you it is. You have to shave your legs in the winter, women. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just wear jeans every no, day. No, because you'll be in a bathing suit in the winter yeah. here, so you have to. Yeah. All, All right. right, what do we got? Next, we have the blessings of a fresh start, a chance to start a new and improved life for the better. This is one of the biggest things that for many people that I know of, and also for me myself, I mean, I didn't, I didn't come here to get a I, I didn't come here to get away from something i've always wanted to move here but i did come here to have an awakening and to be enlightened and to start a new life it's a chance to reinvent yourself absolutely you, hawaii people, does that some people are, might, might be running away from something or looking for a fresh start but other people it just happens naturally when you get here yes because it's a different world living in hawaii and different things become priorities to you that is true and more than likely whatever you went to school for for a job or whether whatever job you had back home is not going to probably you may not be the same job you get here it's true it yeah. may be different so you have to change everything about you it's like being reborn in a way but you're being reborn you know of starting new but having all these wonderful things the mana the aloha spirit the people the culture and all these other things added on top of the fact that you're starting a new life here and, in hawaii and your old lifestyle i mean get rid of that probably you can't depending, depending. You, just, you can't even bring that over here because it would be way too expensive here to live like going out every night drinking yes, or like but, buying all your new electronics but luckily you don't need that stuff here but sometimes you can't bring that stuff period because if you bring that attitude here you're just not going to work yeah it's not going to work true here too. People, why are you people, coming here yeah. with that attitude yeah yeah so i think the only thing that you can bring when you move to Hawaii. I think the only thing you can bring here with you is your positive attitude. But don't bring all those other things with you. Um, maybe a good worth ec work ec ethic. Mm -hmm. But don't go bringing all your personal things that you've learned from back there here because. They don't want that. Here. It will not be appreciated. No, Actually, they don't want that. Actually, it's worse than that. They will tell you, do not bring your mainland or go here. back to yeah, the or mainland. Yeah, or go back. Yeah, don't bring that here. Hawaii is Hawaii, and you love Hawaii because of Hawaii has its what own values. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, they will flat out say that to you. Right. So don't bring your values here that you're used to doing, and 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 I'm sure some of them may be good, but that's not the values and lifestyle here in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I think the only thing I brought over was my work ethic, and that allowed me to start my own businesses yeah. and do the podcast and, and do all these other things that I do is because that's the right work ethic. Now, that's another issue that's going to be a negative is that the work ethic here is not the best. So if you have a good work ethic, then you'll you do, do well. well. Yeah, they'll love you. Yeah, <laughs> but don't push that on anyone else because that's they true. don't like that. That is true. Yeah, they don't like that. But yeah, fresh so new start. Well for yourself. So really fresh new start. 
And believe it or not, I hear it a lot of times, although this wasn't my case or a lot of other pe people's cases, to get away. To get away from something. Mm -hmm. But that connects into starting anew. It's true. Yeah. And it's important to realize that even if you do move to Hawaii, it's not going to make all your problems go away. They're still there. No, no nothing but can make all your problems exactly. go away. Exactly. And I think some people do think that. Hawaii's not going to do that. It's, it's, it's going to change how you look at life. Yeah, it will change um, you. And right. And, and, and as long as you take responsibility for moving forward, yeah. then you'll have a better lifestyle here because of that. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a blessing. It is a blessing. All right. Okay, so next we have free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think that would be part of Hawaii. <laughs> no, but there's so much to do in Hawaii for free. You can enjoy any of the beaches, the hiking trails, the botanical gardens. There's just so much you can do for free. Yes, free stuff. I mean, all the things that you would think that would cost money here does not cost money, whereas on the mainland it does. We're like parking. Like mm -hmm. parking itself. Parking on, like, I remember being back home, parking on most any beach along the uh, the East Coast. You're paying $25 for the day. Yeah. Anywhere. It's, it's so true. You go into Boston, you're paying $45 for the night if you oh. want your car parked, unless you take the, uh, the train in. So here in Hawaii, there's no cost for parking anywhere around the island. Unless we're, we're you're staying at a resort in Waikiki and want to park a car. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's right. Um but the thing is, even if you do park, if you're if you're uh, a, a local here and you're living here now, uh, even if you're paying for parking in Waikiki, it's like a dollar fifty an hour, or a dollar an hour, or something like that. No, that's not bad. I'm staying at the yeah. resort. If you're staying at a if resort, you're a and you want to park your car, that's a little out of control. Yeah, that but is out of control. But for this show, it's not yeah. not really necessary because these are people who want to move to Hawaii, right? So. It's not a big Maybe, deal. Yeah. I would never pay $50 to stay at a resort. And if we were to go to, let's say, Koolina. Well, Koolina was free parking. That was, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, it's free parking at, um, what you call it, at um, the Turtle Bay. Uh, but the thing yes. is, is that the, the cost of Turtle Bay has just gotten so out of control. I know. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, this that we're just talking about parking-wise. But there's so many other things. You know, if you live here, you know, you get access to all the different parks and all the other activities that you can do around the island. So, it's a really great thing. So, there's plenty of free stuff to do here on the Hawaiian Islands. Now, we're going to go to the best one. Oh, I wasn't done with that one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was going to say, we've done some creative stuff, too. Like, we've had picnic lunches at Ho'omaluhia Botanical Garden, picnics up at Tantalus watching sunset. Well, that I've done with the girls, not you. Yeah, but yeah. I've done creative stuff, too, and it just never gets old. That's all I was going to no, say. No, and that, and once again, like, the place like Tantalus, that's all free, too. Mm -hmm. So there's just plenty of things to do here, and it's it's wonderful to know that you can just go into the beach parks and... It's all free. And in, in just all the parks here, the Heiau parks, you know, the different um, mm. historical sites. Don't skip the historical sites. Yeah, that's They're all free. Amazing, too. Yeah, that's all free here, too. And then you also, obviously, if you have your uh, your, your license, your local license, you know, you get Kama'aina rates on a lot of things. So it ends up making things even cheaper. Do you so always yeah, think about great. South Park when you say that? I always think of <laughs> yeah, South Park. Too. The Mahalo card. <laughs> it's, but on, they, on that show, they call it the Mahalo, Mahalo card. card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next one. I guess you added this one. Oh, you're damn okay. right I did. Yeah. We have hotter sex and romantic lifestyle. Of course. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah, you do. Just sex is hotter here in Hawaii because it's so such a romantic place. And 
the romantic lifestyle is just lifted up on steroids. It's lifted up a notch. It's just a, what she was just saying in the last one about having picnics and things like yeah. that. It just becomes more of a more romantic place, a it's more sexually driven place. You it's have more. Beautiful. Yeah, everybody is in bikinis all the time, and everybody is just more sexually driven here because they're seeing that all the time, and it just keeps people excited. Swimming under a waterfall with your loved one. I mean, yeah, come on. having sex under the waterfall. <laughs> you know, just beautiful. Or just deciding that you while you're hiking in the jungle, you know, let's just take your clothes off. Okay, <laughs> anyway. Next up. <laughs> well, we could go on. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> okay. What do we get next? The amazing local fresh produce. Yes, now we've been talking about that. We've been talking about all the fresh fruits and vegetables and also the fresh fish and, 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 and beef here and just everything that's grown locally. It's all grass-fed and it's all coming out of the cleanest waters and, and all the fruits and vegetables. Everything can grow here in Hawaii. Everything yeah. that's not even known to grow here can grow. Sunflowers, pumpkins, squash. Just things you wouldn't think could even grow here grow amazingly. It's really incredible the things that do grow here. I honestly had no idea that you could even grow yeah. like, grapes here, but you can. <laughs> yeah. So, I um, mean, yeah. So, the things here about that is that um, we need to do more of that, be more self-sustaining. And that's also, you know, been a part of this whole thing is we all can be more self-sustaining and grow our own crops and fruits and vegetables here and get our own food. Yeah, and aside from that, just the flavor of freshly grown fruit and veggies. Oh my gosh, what compared a difference. to store-bought, what Amazing. a difference. I can't even put it into words. You have to just do it. And if, in addition, or if you're not yet growing your own food, you can do local farm boxes, weekly farm boxes, or you could check out the farmer's markets. So there's so many options. Yeah, I mean, the farmer's market, like the Kahuku Land Farms, it, it moved now. It's in a much bigger mm. and better location. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they have bathrooms and they have all the these wonders now <laughs> so, bathrooms at the that's a wonderful market. thing it's so that's funny. a wonderful thing thank god they have that now because the other place they didn't really have nah. that so um yeah so i mean everything is so fresh here that you know and and now a lot of people say oh why is why is some stuff so expensive in the grocery stores that's because it's coming from the mainland don't get that shit yeah get the local stuff it's yeah. way cheaper and yeah. better yeah i mean go to the go to the farmers markets grow your own crops you know all these different things that you can do here it ends up being so much cheaper now one of the obviously the negatives here is that the cost of living and everything is so expensive you can work around some of that and mm -hmm. this is one of the ways to do that is just to help local farmers or to become a small farmer yourself and have a garden. And Amanda has a wonderful area where she grows a lot of wonderful crops. And um, yeah, I mean, if the end of the world came tomorrow, you know, she'd be eating <laughs> a lot of leafy vegetables. <laughs> I but love I mean, them. It's she, all could, good. she could do it for a while, you know. Um, yeah, so the local fresh produce. It's just yeah. amazing here. And we produce way more than that. You know, we have fresh macadamia nuts and coffee and oh, chocolate. Yes. And, and I mean, it's just endless what Hawaii produces. And, 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 and it's beyond my mind why this is not being blown up across the world. And we're not exporting it like in larger numbers than we're doing right now because we could. I don't understand either, but yeah. it is what it is. And we have um, great alcohol, local alcohol oh, we too. Do. It's pure. I mean, it's made with local water. Well, we've which done is the a show on the distilleries. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. And I was just gonna add, if you can't make it to a local farmers market for some reason, check out Down to Earth, which is a local version of like the Whole Foods. Yeah. On the mainland, we have Whole Foods too, but the Down to Earth is all local produce. That's it's brought really in. amazing. Yeah. So that's a great place to go to too. Totally. Um, Okay, we're down to the last one, one number more. 16. The sense of place and belonging. 
Well, is there any other place than that? Hmm. This is it. This is this is where you have that sense that of peace. place. Yeah, that peace of mind that this is where you belong. This is where you live. And there's no other place better like it. The sense of pride, too, we should put in there. There is. There's a huge sense of pride in Hawaii. That, I mean, you know, you live in the 808. You live in the middle of the Pacific on a group of rocks. We call it the rock. In the rock, yeah. You know, we call it the rock. We call it a group of islands that are really just volcanic craters. And it's a sense of pride of living in the 808 area code. All islands are 808. It's not It's not like, like Massachusetts, you have 508, right. 607. You have all these damn area codes. We're all part of of the 808. 808 yeah so that's a that's a really prideful thing and a really sense of of belonging here and we really all take pride in that and support everybody that's under the 808 and yeah that happens in other places but not like this so there's two things that when i first moved here i really noticed and yeah. one is people here do have such a pride about living here that Locals wear 808 on their clothing or their hats or aloha or something that like, I guess when I first moved here, I thought that would be like touristy and I couldn't wear that anymore because I live here now. Yeah. And then I realized, no, there's a sense of pride of living here. Yeah. And I love to wear anything yeah. that like, you know, screams Hawaii, like my love for Hawaii. Yeah. It's a special magic and, and it's that special pride of being a part of it. I mean, this is unlike any other state in the united states and then the second thing i wanted to mention that i realized as soon as i moved here too related to the sense of belonging is that it's so non-judgmental here right hawaii is a safe place for everybody and it's beautiful that is part of the diversity of hawaii it's beautiful it yeah. doesn't matter who you are or what you believe you can be accepted here and um yeah you could you could be working down the street for 15 dollars an hour <laughs> drive a shit box and you'd still get plenty of chicks no it's true <laughs> it is a kind of true because that doesn't though. matter it's not yeah. like yeah, yes i don't know what that would be called but i, I understand what you're talking about yes. i mean there's no there's no, pr there's no pr that type of pressure here. There's no that type of pressure. Be who you are. Be who you that's are. Be who that's, you are. Yes, that's a perfect way to yeah, put it. Be yourself. Yeah. So the sense of place and belonging can also connect to the fact that you have the ability to actually be you. There's a lot of places that you can't be you. Instagram, TikTok, all this shit. None of those people. That is not them. <laughs> that is, they're all living in some kind of fantasy world over there. But here in Hawaii, you can be you, and you don't have to feel pressure to be somebody you're not, which when I used to live in Miami, I used to feel that I had to drive a BMW. I used to look like I have to look a certain way to go into clubs in Miami. Mm. I used to, you know, people looked at you a certain way, and you had to be pressured into being that person that you're not. Whereas in Hawaii, I can be who I want. I can show up and, you know tank tops without sleeves on i can i can wear my flip-flops i can yeah i can be who i am you know and and no one is judging me and no one is looking at me in any different way you know they take you for who you are on the inside and not for you who you are on the outside and that's probably one of the one of the greatest things about hawaii it is truly one of my favorite things yeah yeah okay that's it. we did okay. it okay we're good we're good okay so once again we want to send out some big mahalos and thank yous to all the patrons who continue to keep this podcast going we just got another patron today that i have to look into Mahalo. so thank you and we really appreciate it and you know we keep saying you know without you guys this wouldn't be possible and that's the truth you know it's because of you that the people who are not patrons get to listen to this podcast for free 
and that's very important and you are ensuring those people get to listen and then hopefully then become patrons and come on board and more are coming on board all the time and we really do appreciate that so we love all you guys absolutely thank you thank you Mahalo. thank you so next week we're going to be doing 10 to 16 things on why not to move to hawaii and then you guys can make your decision. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, that, so the next one's going to be a little more of a bitch fest, probably. Well, this yeah. one's just a really positive, positive one. But it's good. They balance each other out. Yeah, yeah. You all, you know, with us, you're always getting the truth. You always need to know the sides perfect, of the story. Nothing's perfect. Not yeah, even nothing, paradise. Yeah. yeah, nothing's perfect. So, okay. So we're going to end this podcast with the Sunday Manoa. Meha, meha. Not kameha, meha, but meha, meha. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Do you do shoots? Let's do it. Shoot! Alright, see you guys next week. speak of Aloha, it's all the above, the, all the good, yeah? So that opens a wide way range, Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Maikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous.
means I love you And I wanna take it higher I wanna get high With a little aloha I can touch the sky With a little aloha Aloha Aloha